I'm probably going to name this video something like, oh, I don't know, uh, Silver Outside Comex Hours, $331.59 an ounce in Fiat USD from January 1st, 1970 to April 13, 2023. Yeah, through yesterday's aggregated price discovery data. Not so much to pull a silly lofty silver nominal price figure out of thin air, no, but to instead explicitly cite what the damning plus 53 year running silver price data shows to date. To remind anyone who dares to look or cares to do their own due diligence that sub $50 an ounce silver bullion remains relatively cheap on a historical basis. But we'll nerd out on some of those charts and others later on in this video. But here is a long-term full fiat currency era silver price chart by Momentum Structural Analysis published this past week. And it gives us a feel for where we are on a monthly basis. Now let's get in there closer and let's take the spiky quarterly price wake noise out of the picture and you begin to see the platform currently being built for future silver valuation escalations to come. Still, the silver market remains a thimble in a haystack of global record debt piles and post-1980 fiat financializations galore. Here to remind us of that fact is SRS Rocco's report's latest chart using last month's March 2023 U.S. deficit in one month alone, we compare it to various notional silver markets and investments combined. Now give me five and bear with me as we do a whirlwind tour of what many analysts have been saying regarding both silver and gold on mainstream financial medias around the world this past week. Why gold and not Bitcoin? Because um, who's actually owning your Bitcoin? Who's controlling your wallet? Uh, your gold you can actually have yeah. in your own pocket, you can actually take it out of a system. It's not electronically if tomorrow morning, you know, the grid goes down, you still own it. And it's been probably uh, a safety aspect for, you know, as long as history yeah. actually has been happening. And so I think uh, there's a fair chance that actually re history repeats itself to a certain degree. And um, it's acceptable, particularly now with this larger brick settlement st structure, where it actually becomes a very important uh, saving tool. Yeah. And all these participants have a huge chunk of it. So putting it to work to actually have a security in balancing or rebalancing your, your trade balances is actually the key issue on that. And, and it has a monetary function in that respect, but when you're talking about gold, so how does this extrapolate out? You know, because not everyone wants to invest for those same reasons into gold. Is silver going to catch those tailwinds? Are the other precious metals in the basket going to catch those tailwinds? Or is it specifically in your view that it's, it's gold where you should be positioning? From a central bank point of view, it is, it's, it's going to be gold because it's the only thing which is big enough to actually change the structure of, of, of a big asset yeah. allocator. You know, a, a larger fund could actually clear tomorrow morning the silver pool, <laughs> right? And if you look at the LME, basically, you look, you, the LME has what for most metals, two days delivery. Who wants to deal with somebody who's got two days delivery function? So you're actually going to see that the market becomes much more physical. And that means actually all commodities actually look good, particularly the silver, which actually is trading historically on such a beaten down level in an environment where it's been in backwardation for as long as I can see. I think it's going to be ready uh, for a massive move as uh, it starts uh, finding interest. What is your price target? What are your expectations for gold this year? And what are the factors leading you to this conclusion? Right. So, I mean, we're, we're pretty constructive even at these levels. I mean, it's done a lot of mileage. It's $130 up in the last uh, few months. Uh, there's just a lot of things coming towards gold. 
You've got this inflation underpinning, which has been an issue for the past eight months. We have recession fears. And then within the, the past two months, we've seen a bit of a game changer with the fact that you've got a banking crisis um, that the Fed has had to backstop and start expanding the balance sheet. All of that is playing into gold prices. We do see pricing hitting all-time highs in the short term. Um, but ultimately, gold is a scorecard on how well the Fed lands this. And if the Fed cannot do a good enough job, we do see gold getting up to 2,500. 2,500, okay, that's a yeah. big jump from where we're at right now at 2014 right now. So right now we're also showing uh, the likelihood of a Fed rate hike. So give us a sense, we have the potential recession on one side, we have the, the Fed potentially hiking rates right. on the other side. How does that impact the gold market? So there, you know, this idea that the Fed is handcuffed, it's got inflation, it's got financial instability risks, and then it's got a recession. And I just, we don't think that it's going to be, be able to solve all three. And that's, that's why gold comes into play because of the increased uncertainty around all these three factors that is a core driver behind pricing. Are there any potential shocks coming up for the gold market? We're going to talk about the impact of Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank in just a moment. Right. But is there anything else coming up that could potentially change your outlook on the gold market? Right. So, you know, there's certainly sort of bearish risks we have to uh, take into account and the fact that the Fed could potentially over tighten. And if they do, we do see a bit of a deflationary backdrop across all assets, um, including gold. All right. So the Fed is obviously a, a big factor when it comes to the gold market right. and precious metals in right. general. I want to talk about Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank, their collapses. You said that was a game changer for the gold and for the silver market. Right. What made it a game changer? And then as we have big bank earnings coming up later this week, could that also impact the precious metals market? Right, absolutely. So, you know, you had the fact that in Q4 last year, the Fed broke a very contained market. It was the crypto tech market, and that sort of bled into the broader financial sector. And so we've seen a reallocation of wealth as there's simply been a crisis of confidence when there is a banking crisis. And that has gone into crypto, it's gone into gold, it's gone into money markets. And so with bank earnings coming up, I think investors are just um, very uncertain and we'll, we'll, we'll look to see what, what it brings. But certainly if equities start to trade on the back foot, we could see a, a push further into gold. All right, I want to circle back to that 2,500 price target. Again, just really quick for everybody listening, what would be the potential setup for us to reach 2,500 an ounce in the gold market? You, you've got to look back to 2008 and gold there doubled, went from 800 to 1,900 in the space of... 18 months. And so if we see the fact that hard or harder landing risks rise and the Fed really having to um, sort of uh, forego inflation and start ramping up this balance sheet, we could see gold uh, take off again. Welcome back to Commodity Champions and moving on to the precious metal space then. Gold prices breached $2,000 per ounce mark in March by six times, delivering an 8% of return. Silver also has witnessed a 10% of gain in March, while natural gas is trading at a 30-month lows. What are the factors contributing to the price rise or fall? Answering that and more, I'm still in conversation with our guests. I know, Kunal, you're most bullish when it comes to precious metals. So what are your targets now for this quarter with the things that we've seen in the previous quarter already? Are you changing your stance and what are your ranges? Uh, like you rightly quoted, uh, I'm bullish on gold and I'm of the view that uh, 2100 to $2,150 can be easily achievable during this quarter okay. and uh, uh, today it is uh, quite muted because of the way oil prices have shot up. It again brings inflationary concerns and that would lead to another rate hike. Uh, that kind of uh, logic 
is basically behind today's fall and i don't buy that argument uh, the fact is that sooner or later uh, either on the economic side we are going to see some boost some more boost or we see a fed is going to you know stop this hiking cycle mm. perhaps uh, cut interest rate later but they will give a signal to stop this hiking cycle yep. so that both the things which i am mentioning are at the verge of happening uh, you cannot time it in the futures market i can't time it but my best guess is by june we can see 2100 to 2150 dollars on cme for gold and india that should translate somewhere between you know 62000 62500 that kind of levels okay uh, most bullish most or, bullish or on the panel till time all right that's about gold but i also do want to come to each one of you to, with your sense on where or, or which metal are you picking up for this quarter anuj what's your sense on silver what are you seeing in sense of a range for this quarter now and these are, are these current levels the buying levels Uh, but if we, uh, if you ask me for choosing one commodity, then I will choose a silver because it is undervalued uh, if if compared you with the bullions and the base metals. Because uh, every commodity had touched the you know lifetime high, but still uh, silver is not able to test the high of fifty dollars. So it is still it is trading around twenty three dollar per ounce. So I am expecting uh, silver is a still undervalued commodity and it will take uh, you know uh, you know cues from bullions and base metal from both. So I will choose silver and I am expecting. in this year uh, we are we will see uh, it may test uh, around 30 dollar and above 30 dollar you know sky is the limit and might be test uh, <laughs> right. uh, 35 to 40 dollar per uh, it's a very very bullish panel that i have at hand here so buy in crude buy copper buy gold buy silver what's going on with gold i i love gold i i started um researching gold in 1997 at JP Morgan and then I got to trade gold during 0809. So I've had an amazing education around gold and gold is really complicated. I think the the thing to note right now is you are seeing people saying this is a very uncertain time, the war in Ukraine, the US China tensions, the debt ceiling, recession risk. I want to have something safe in my portfolio even if it's only a 2 or 3% allocation. You are seeing investment demand. Turkey last year, huge investment demand, not shockingly given what's going on with their currency and their inflation rate. The thing though I think is getting less attention and sh- and needs more attention is what's going on with the central banks. So you have cyclical supports for gold to the degree we have falling rate expectations, we have a falling dollar, we still have some inflation risk uncertainty. but the structural support is the central bank central banks last year bought the most gold in one year that they've bought since the world gold council started tracking this in 1950 china in november and december alone but i believe i'm getting the number right 62 uh uh million tons and i get the number wrong so forget i said that Now to be fair to Miss Rebecca Patterson, it's not often she gets invited on Bloomberg's full fiat financialization channel to beat the bullish fundamental driver drum for gold bullion. Now for the record, China bought a combined 62 metric tons of official gold bullion in November and December of last year 2022 combined. That's close to 20 million troy ounces of gold bullion in those 2 months. And for my fellow physical gold data nerds out there, current data records for human history state we have mined collectively about 210,000 metric tons of gold bullion to date. That's something valued currently at about 13.5 trillion in fiat notional value. In our world gone fiat currency crazy with something like a half quadrillion in combined notional asset values of all measurable asset classes combined. Gold still remains a likely rising value anchor for our increasingly unstable fiat financialized system. Back to Rebecca who finishes strong. 
but look on World Gold Council's site. They track this stuff well. But I think the important thing is as as the U.S. is is maybe pushing away some of its previous friends, like they'll put it that way. There are central banks saying, how do I diversify? And Russia showed that diversifying into the Canadian dollar bonds or Australian dollar bonds, that's not good enough because they're going to work with the U.S. Gold gives them a little more room to maneuver. And so I think you're going to continue to see central bank support for gold in addition to the investment demand, jewelry demand. Uh, so I, you know, we're close to an all-time high in gold. I would expect this year it's going to hit a new all-time high. Hello, this is James Anderson on behalf of SD Bullion. Smash the like button if you enjoy these Bullion market updates and share it with those who might find the information valuable. Also, be sure to enter our free Monster Box sweepstakes. Want to win 500 Silver Eagle coins just like this guy? Yeah, this is Kevin. Hi, Kevin. This is Dr. Tyler Wall, CEO of SD Bullion. I'm calling to you to let you know that you won the SD Bullion giveaway of a Monster Box of 2022 Silver Eagle. Unbelievable. That is awesome. <laughs> so click the link below for your chance to win. Good luck to all of you out there who enter our free 500 ounce American Silver Eagle coin giveaway sweepstakes. Silver and gold fiat US dollar spot price markets traded mostly up for the week with a bit of a sell-off to close today, Friday, April 14, 2023. The spot silver price in fiat Fednote terms closed safely above 25 per troy ounce while it briefly cleared 26 an ounce intraweek. The 26 per ounce price is to me a key psychological long-term level, with only relatively brief durations during this full fiat currency era when silver sprang above that threshold. We are super close yet again. And back to this week's five-day trading chart, the spot gold price in fiat Fed note terms ramped and threatened the now nominal price high of roughly 2,070 an ounce gold but it backed off and sold off to close the week safely above the key 2000 ounce price consolidation line. The spot gold silver ratio keeps falling slowly, closing at 79 in spot price gold divided by spot price silver division. And a reminder to you all out there, I had the privilege of being on Palisades Gold Radio recorded this past Monday, April 10th, 2023. I'm gonna leave a link to that 47 minute interview in the comments section and show notes below in case you missed it. In it, we run through a slew of topics, many of which I have covered on this very channel and a quite few though that I've not yet expounded upon here. Pretty confident you'll find it worth your while to watch it. As promised to start this week's SD Bullion Market Update, we're now gonna go and finish with a few important full fiat currency era charts that are silver focused. On the current persistent hologram that is the globally quoted spot fiat US dollar silver price to date, the chart here starts January 1st, 1970, with this silver price of $1.92.5 per troy ounce silver, and it aggregates all throughout the COMEX futures market era with silver price trading data over the last more than 53 years. Basically, all the spikes upward were bullish eras for silver spot prices, but in total, the COMEX silver futures price has added up to trade downwards over this entire era to now 15 cents an ounce aggregated. The COMEX silver futures market is a cesspool slanted to the short side winning generally. But there are times and eras where those cut short silver get their faces ripped off and many end in bankruptcy and or bailouts. My strong suggestion is we're gearing up for another one of those cycles to come. Here's how this stupefying full silver comics era chart looks when you leave it next to the ongoing 
read its silver spot price line over the last plus 53 years. Yeah. But wait, it gets even crazier when we look outside Comic's Silver Futures trading hours. Now we add on top the blue line here, which is the silver prices trading action outside Comic Silver Futures trading hours, basically the Eastern world's silver buying price action. You can see that once COVID-2020 came along with infinite QE policies running globally, the Eastern silver price action ran up a wall to the tune of now over 331 an ounce aggregated data over the last 53 plus years running. Now with a logarithmic price chart, we'll look at this same chart and data logarithmic chart basically makes the movements on a percentage basis and not on a nominal basis and doing this we can bring it all home together the red line is the global fiat us dollar quoted silver spot price ongoing the black line is the persistently short rigged comics silver spot price which i noted is turning flat of late that in my mind is a bullish sign and finally on top the blue Eastern world silver spot price aggregated data running beyond now 330 an ounce. And I maintain we are headed for the fifth era when the red spot price line has a meeting again with the blue Eastern price line. When, how, and what nominal price they collide again, impossible to say. What I can say is that in real value terms, when that comes to pass, Silver and real valuation levels is going to buy a hell of a lot more in asset classes and real goods slash services than it does today. That's all for this week's SD Bullion Market Update. As always to you out there, take great care of yourselves and those you love. If you enjoyed this content, be sure to give our video a thumbs up. To keep getting bullion related news and industry insights, be sure to subscribe to our channel finally hit that alert button so you know when we publish fresh content.